0: Power of the dark
1: side. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Just Like in the Movies, brought to you by gkmedia.ie, providing digital content and marketing solutions for SMEs throughout Ireland and the UK. It is episode 10. And sadly, it is our last episode for this series. We hope to be back again in September after everyone has done their holidays and all that. But it's even kind of sadder today, Lisa, (laughs)
0: because... I'm making a very sad face. We
1: got stood up by a couple of people. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, Ciarán can't make it in. Work duty calls last minute, unfortunately. And our special guest this week is currently being discharged from hospital, suffering from pneumonia.
0: Oh, sad. And
1: it... Is about 30 degrees outside. C'est la vie. Yeah, we are sweating here. And Lisa brought in macarons. Macaron. Macaron. Oui. Uh, they are delicious from gourmet tart. Oh, yes. And a, a big chocolate cake.
0: Mmm, chocolate bumblebee cake.
1: And you're not eating. No, I'm you're, fine. You're being really, really good. Nah. So it's just me. <laughs> and I'm feeling a little bit hyper as well after one of the macarons already. But look, uh, thanks to Ciaran and of course to Darren as well who helped us out with this series and uh as i said we hope to be back in september with further chats and further interviews but this week we are going to be looking at the happy prince and oceans eight and first up to tell us about oceans eight here's actress kate blanchett
0: my character runs a nightclub, and she's a long time friend of sandy bullock's character debbie and sandy's been inside so she uses my character's rolodex you know he's got a lot of context and I think she's missed the adrenaline rush of, you know, being in a really exciting, impossible heist, which this is. I, it's, I've only made one film, which has had an all-female ensemble in my entire career, and so these, these things are rare, so I relished every minute, and I'd worked with Sarah before and been in the same movie as Helena before, but there's so many of these women I hadn't even met, so to get the chance to work with them was, I think that was, for me, was the, the boon.
1: Well, Lisa, an all-star cast in Oceans 8, and um, it's a funny one because a lot of the people that I've been speaking to who have actually seen the movie have really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but the reviews, if you go online, seem to be slating the movie. Yeah, it's but I think they
0: one. shot themselves in the foot because they said men shouldn't review this movie. fact, they were on Graham Norton and they said um, apparently men shouldn't review the movie and she are like, what are you doing? You're shooting 50% of your audience Straight mm. away, and that's just nonsense. I mean, movies are for all, isn't that we're all about equality? Yeah. Not just is one, there any gender
1: big male actors in this movie?
0: No, there's no big male actors at all in the movie. Like, you, I can't even remember. I think Elliot Gould is in it for like five seconds. All oh, right, she was, but in the it's, it's all about the women, it's 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 all about them, and you know, it's crazy. It's a heist movie, it's it's a good film, but then when you see. The kind of, all the stuff that's going along with it and all the things that they're saying when they're on their junkets and you're like, oh, come on. Mm. That's ridiculous. Like, oh, you, fair play to you. You're in all equality after you get paid millions. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, men can't review it. Oh, this is a women-only movie. And you're like, uh, no, it's not. It's just a movie.
1: Because I saw Ghostbusters, the new one during the week, which is pretty much an all-star female cast. Now, they did have Thor involved as the oh. secretary. And they brought in some of the, the original characters uh, including Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. And that was cool to see, but I thought that movie failed miserably. I did speak to Darren about it mm. uh, since, and he favored the movie more so than I did. But I don't know what direction we are going now. Because mm. when we started our podcast series uh, a few months ago, the whole Me Too movement was kicking off and stuff, and Harvey Weinstein uh, allegations were being made, left, right, and center about him. And now it seems to be getting becoming a political movement in just making films where it's just all females. Yeah. I know that like Ghostbusters was basically mostly men and Ocean's Eleven was mostly men, but I didn't see that. I didn't see it either. I didn't see it. I men. didn't
0: know me neither because there are female protagonists in the movies, like in all the Ocean's movies that had the mm. original male cast. I didn't, I just saw them as movies. I didn't see them as male vehicles. And then they're now promoting these movies as, all-female vehicles. And you're like, well, I don't think that's how the sisterhood is supposed to work,
1: really, mm. is it? What is it about? I know Sandra Bullock is... Sandra Bullock uh, is Danny's George
0: Clooney's... Uh, or, sorry, Danny Ocean's mm. uh, sister. And he is supposedly dead, which is sad. Okay. I don't remember him dying in any <laughs> of the movies, but he died anyway. So she was in prison. She, like She's a criminal, mastermind. And she gets kind of uh, her boyfriend stitches her up basically and she ends up in jail for five years and she hatches this plan for five years and it's down to a T and she has it all off and it's all great and you're like well fair play to you you did a great job that's a nice heist movie and then there's a twist and you're like yeah well that's great but it's not amazing it's not like right home to say god you've got to watch that movie it's like really good okay yeah I'd give it a three and
1: a half Three and a half. Okay, it's not bad. So it's a good oh, heist movie. Good heist movie.
0: But if they hadn't all the rhetoric that goes with it, mm. with all of this nonsense about men not allowed to watch the movie or review the movie or whatever, if they didn't have that with it, I'd
1: probably give them more points. How was Rihanna in it?
0: Rihanna was grand. <laughs> okay. She was grand. She's, she was amazing. Like, she was just... Oh, yeah. She had her little accent going on and, you know, like a, like a genius who smokes dope and you know she's there all being all, like tough girl and and then you're like yeah you're not really you're just rihanna
1: well whatever they're doing is working 70 million it costs to make the movie mm-hmm. and it's taken in 173 million uh, that's not bad last weekend it's not bad
0: oh my god i forgot to mention the most annoying part of the film
1: any annoying parts at all about the movie, Lisa?
0: Yes, Gary. Okay. I'm glad you asked me that question <laughs> because the worst part of the movie has to be Helen the Bonham Carter's Irish accent. It was worse than Saoirse Ronan's Irish accent. Oh, no. There, I said it. Boom. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, it's stage Irish, you know. This is how we talk and it's not a good accent. Like, I'm, I actually want to set up my own little accent college because... Um, <laughs> I think it's important for people to stop doing these bad Irish accents.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Oceans 8, three and a half out of five. So, pretty good results. Speaking of heist movies... I was flicking channels there at the weekend and I came across Bullet with Steve McQueen.
0: Oh, that was on in the, the background where we were at the weekend. Okay. Yeah, and I was dying to watch it. I just got
1: engrossed. I've I never actually watched it. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. I know,
0: I've seen it like in mute, but I haven't seen it now.
1: There's something about those movies and like the French Connection and stuff, those kind of chase movies. And the Thomas Heist Crown movies. Affair and yeah. just
0: basically anything with Steve McQueen. <laughs> I love those movies.
1: I was in Santa Monica on my honeymoon a few years ago. Show off. And, uh... Every evening, we'd venture out in Santa Monica and look for a place to eat. Found some great places, found some horrific places. Oh, no. And went to the concierge on the last night and said, look, anywhere you'd recommend? And he says, yeah, the Steakhouse across the road. Ooh. And we purposely passed this place all the time because it looked like an absolute dive. Pure yeah. shack outside. <laughs> and we said, are you sure? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great spot to go to. So we went, all right. So we were, walked across the road. And kind of peeked her heads in the door and was like, OK, actually, it looks OK inside. It's horrible looking outside. Mm. And who was behind us coming in but Renee Zellweger.
0: Oh, wow. It must so, be
1: good then. So we said, yeah, this must be good. Oh. So we went in and we were. With her
0: old face, you mean. Yes, yeah. yes. No, we,
1: it. <laughs> we, we were sat at a booth. And we were told during the night that this is where Marlon Monroe used to sit. Wow. And if you, you go out the toilets, there's an actual back door out that runs along the beach. And apparently, that was a way of JFK getting in and out of the no restaurant way. to meet her and stuff like this. Yeah. Wow. But, but they were saying that at the bar, Steve McQueen used <gasps> to come in in the morning when they were sweeping the floors and just getting the place ready before they opened to the public. And he'd sit at the bar and have a few whiskeys, wow. and then around lunchtime, then when they'd actually start opening up to the public, used to take the feet off the counter and head off into obscurity again for the day. Oui. Yeah, but it was really wow. cool. And there was a list of all these people who would frequently eat there. But I was asking our waiter, you know, is that Renee Zellweger over there? Is that? He's mm. like, oh, we don't, um, we don't discuss anyone when who, they're eating. When they're eating. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was clearly, obviously, her. But yeah. we sat for. Two hours longer than we needed to. Mm. Waiting to see if she'd go to the toilet.
0: Oh. <laughs> what would you have done if she did?
1: <laughs> because we were near the toilets,
0: <laughs> you could have seen her <laughs> properly and gone, "Hey, Renee."
1: And all I can say is, Renee Zellweger has the strongest bladder that I ever met. Stronger, twice as strong as mine, because I I couldn't last. Wow. The two hours I had to break and go, but <laughs> in the end we just had to walk out because it was getting silly, like <laughs> sitting by the toilets <laughs> waiting
0: a good story, yeah, though. So That's sp- cool.
1: But I'd like cool to go anywhere that Steve like, this Steve McQueen was. McQueen was yeah.
0: oh, I love him. He is definitely one of my favourites of
1: all time. So Ocean's Age in cinemas at the moment, doing very well, getting mixed reviews. But if you do like your heist movies, a good film to see. I think overall it's just a pity with the sort of politics which is following the movie at the moment, which seems to be something that is being banged on a drum a little bit by some of the cast members. Good afternoon, Miss Ocean. As you know, parole is a privilege.
0: It's a mistake, uh, but it, it happened. And um, if I were to be released, I would, um, <clears throat> I would just want the simple life. I just want to hold down a job, make some friends, you know, pay my bills. Even if this was possible, you'd need 20 people. Seven people. Why do you need to do this? Because it's what I'm good at. How long would it take you to make seven pieces of jewelry? Five or six hours. How long if I told you you didn't have to live with your mother anymore?
1: Is you not Less. Which name?
0: Name ball. Which real name? Eight ball. In three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball. And we are going to rob it. Not the ball itself. Oh. On the neck of Daphne Kluger.
1: Valued at over $100 million. It's
0: $150 million, actually. <laughs> These boots are made for- <clears throat> Revenge. It's a twofer. That's
1: just what they do.
0: do not run a job in a job. Taylor Swift? Can't we just go to this?
1: Do we have to steal stuff? Yes. Yes. Now, our next movie this week is The Happy Prince, which stars Colin Firth, also stars the writer and director of the movie, Rupert Everett. And, uh, of course, Emily Watson joins them in the cast as well. Uh, An interesting movie. It's the untold story of the last days in the tragic times of Oscar Wilde. I suppose it's a, a story that most of us wouldn't be too familiar with. Let's take a listen to to a clip from the movie. Oscar Wilde, the crime of which you have been convicted is so bad, you must be dead to all sense of shame.
0: It's Oscar Bleeding Wilde!
1: I shall under such circumstances pass the severest sentence that the law allows. The sentence of the court is that you be imprisoned and kept to hard labor for two years. For two years, I have lain on hard boards, knelt on cold stone, dined on shame. I am ready to return to life.
0: I feel sure that if I was to see him once, I would forgive him everything.
1: I can make you happy. Yes, you can. I dare say what I have done is fatal. Be careful, Roscoe. I love him as I always did, with a sense of tragedy and ruin. There's no mystery so great as suffering. But suffering is nothing when there is love. Love is everything. I'm in mortal combat with this wallpaper, Robbie. One of us has to go. There you go. That's a clip taken from the movie The Happy Prince. And it's great, I suppose, Lisa, that there's movies like this coming out now to a new generation. Because I think even The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch, which told the story of an English mathematical genius, Alan Turing, who basically cracked the German Enigma code uh, with the help from his fellow colleagues during World War Two, ended up having an awful lifestyle after the war and and was very much a witch hunted by the British government. And uh, to see as well, Oscar Wilde, a poet renowned today by people all over the world, uh, also was pretty much cast out in his own country. Mm. Well,
0: one of his one of his countries, he was also Irish. Which he doesn't actually forget in the
1: movie. No, and there's a statue of him just down the road. Indeed there is.
0: And there's a little mention of us in the movie, which is good. Um, Yeah, it's not a happy film. No. Even though the title is The Happy (laughs) Prince, it's not a happy film. Like, I visited Oscar's grave. I call him Oscar. We're good friends.
1: Is that in Paris?
0: It's in Paris, in Père Lachaise. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, Oscar Wilde, well, finally we get to see this thing. And then you go around and you see it and there's like lipstick all over it. And uh, everybody kisses it and they've actually had to put a screen over it to stop people kissing it.
1: Mm. They might have thought they were at Jim Morrison's grave.
0: No, no. it's At Jim Morrison's grave, people do other stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no big screen for anything there. <laughs> Maybe they should put a screen there. Actually, I think they used to have a guard there for that grave in particular. Okay. Anyway. I'll stop talking about graves. It's a bit morbid, <laughs> but yeah, this is the story of Oscar Wilde's final days, um, and you know the lead up to his shall we say his demise. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that in his final days he said the either the wallpaper goes or I do. I'm paraphrasing, but he was he was still funny even though he's dying. He was hmm. still funny. Yeah, Colin Firth is 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 quite over the top. He's a bit he's very Colin Firthy. Yeah, you know the way Colin Firth is Colin Firth. And you're like, yeah, okay, but he was a little bit over the top. He was a little bit bitchy, and you're like, meh, don't like him.
1: So he was the antithesis to Oscar Wilde. Was he was.
0: It? He's not in it very, very much. He's um, he's his friend and he's his colleague, I think. Bosey is the bad guy. We don't like Bosie. He's the guy whose father took it upon himself to get Oscar into jail. Basically, he's a. Brat. That's Colin, Colin Morgan. Colin Morgan, yeah. who I think could he be Irish? Yeah, Arma. Yeah, that's still Irish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Rupert yeah. Everett plays Oscar Wilde.
0: Rupert Everett is the quintessential Oscar Wilde. He's very good. Although I have to say Stephen Fry, when he plays Oscar Wilde, he's, he really is Oscar Wilde. Yeah. I think he played him in Wilde, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Emily Watson plays Emily Watson as well as she normally plays herself. It's, she's always given these most like depressing roles or something. Mm. I don't know. Would somebody give her a happy movie once in a while? she's always the downtrodden one. And she is in this movie. She plays Oscar's wife. It's just, it's a really sad story. And thank God we don't live in that world anymore. At mm. least we don't. But um, it's just, it's, a, it's an important story to tell, you know, for people to realize that like, we've come a long way.
1: So a movie worth seeing?
0: Uh, I think so. Just as, as regards um, the educational aspect of the movie, there isn't as much of his actual literature in it as I think I'd like. You know, because I'm such a literary snob.
1: Yeah, so it's more a movie. <laughs> of just seeing how he was treated mm. poorly in yeah. his last few years.
0: Yeah, definitely. And he was taken advantage of by bad Bosie.
1: So out of five.
0: Out of five, I still give it a three and a half. Okay.
1: Yeah, which is still good. So if you had a choice of Ocean's Eight or or the watching Happy The Prince, Happy Prince again, yeah, what would you actually go out to see? Ocean's Eight. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so let's edge up Ocean's Eight to three point seven five. <laughs> let's take a look now at what is happening in the world of cinema this week well i suppose lisa all eyes are on the galway film flower which is going to be launched later this week and kicks off on tuesday the 10th of july news coming through today that they have announced their casting workshop in association with maureen hughes casting with special guests Carla Strong casting from Northern Ireland to the spotlight. They will host a spotlight on actors' unique casting workshop, unlike any other, on Saturday the fourteenth of July between twelve thirty and three thirty. So head along to the website Galwayfilmflat.com to get further information about that. But I suppose we're going to be given more and more details over the coming days and weeks and dribs and drabs as to what we can expect from the Fla, because. I think they're still trying to negotiate extra screening space as well this year. So Mm. we'll see if they can uh, accommodate more movies at this year's festival. And if you subscribe to Netflix, there's a a new movie up there on Netflix. It came out earlier this year. It's called Brain on Fire and it stars Chloe Grace Moretz. It's from our good friend, Irish writer and director, Gerard Barrett, who, of course, brought us Pilgrim Hill a few years ago, which won at the Galway Film Flat, and he went on then to make some other successful movies like Glassland, and is currently working on a TV miniseries, Small Town. But I've gotten to interview Gerard a number of times over the last few years. Really, really, really nice guy. Very grounded, very uh, humbled individual, but great to see that his latest movie, Brain on Fire, is now available on Netflix in Ireland and the UK.
0: Excellent. Better check it out.
1: And sad news as well coming in today that Father Tech creator Graeme Lenehan has revealed that he was recently diagnosed with testicular cancer and is now receiving treatment for the illness. Aww. So hopefully they'll he'll be great. It was caught on time and uh, yeah, that he'll be fine. Uh, the advancements that have been made in cancer treatment over the last number of years is pretty phenomenal. So uh, hopefully all will go well for Graeme and we wish him best with his recovering. Absolutely. Well, that's the end of our podcast and indeed our podcast series for now. Lots of movies coming out, though, over the summer. I think one of the big ones will be Mission Impossible Fallout, which is due out towards the end of July. Incredibles 2 out in cinemas at the moment. Ocean's 8, which we talked about. Jurassic World, which we reviewed as well a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, a lot of people as well will be heading, I'm sure, to the Galway Film Fla in a couple of weeks' time as well to catch some uh, premieres there, including... Black 47, which mm-hmm. is going to be the closed movie of the Fla, and Hopefully, Casey Taylor will be in Galway as well for the premiere of her new uh, feature cool. documentary, which would be cool as well. Say hi to Katie. And the one thing about the film Fla is it's worth kind of floating around the city because there'll always be some unannounced special guests and mm-hmm. celebrities who are just in town for the week, catching a few movies, meeting up with friends. And uh, it's a great time if you like selfies with celebs, I suppose.
0: Yeah, you could do that or you could just be cool and just not say anything to them.
1: Any plans for the summer, Lisa?
0: Yeah, I plan to get married in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's my plan and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, for a woman who had a hen party a few nights ago, you're looking relatively fresh. Why, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I had some very excellent company in that
0: place. <laughs> yes, we had some fun. So I would highly recommend Clonard House for the Victorian experience. Yeah, it looked yeah. really
1: good from the photos on Facebook. Thanks so much. So best of luck. Thanks so much. With your new venture. Ah! And uh, congratulations to Lisa and Gareth, who will be tying the knot. Timed well after the Galway film Mm -hmm. flap. Enjoy your summer. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to take part in just like in the movies uh, come the autumn, well, do get in touch with us by emailing movies at gkmedia.ie. Have a fantastic summer, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Lisa.
0: No problem.